We followed Eagle Eye's drone as we went into diamond formation. I was the front, Wrecker was on my 3, Bullseye on my 9, Cut Up and Blackheart are 6, and O and the teens were in the middle. O was watching the teens and trying to lift their spirits up. I heard B, the one with the red mark on her right eyebrow, telling her that her voice sounded like an angel sent down to protect us. Not gonna lie, it did sound adorable. I was gonna say something to her, but Eagle Eye stopped us in our tracks. Guys, freeze. I got movement up ahead, three heat signatures. Quick, hide. He said over the link, and we all hid in the bushes. We saw those mutated monsters walking by, not making a sound, as we couldn't see them, but I knew where they were headed for, and now we knew that we had to hurry. We got up back into formation, and we kept moving as the drone was leading us back. We heard from the distance behind us, and as we heard that, we heard Eagle Eye. Guys, I got heat signatures coming from every direction in our position, and there are a lot of them. Oh shit, now we were definitely going to start hell on that island, I thought. Ghosts! Fire positions! I shouted, getting our weapons secured, staying in diamond formation, locked and loaded, doing the sign of the cross. I told O to watch the teens and to cover their ears for hell about to be unleashed. We then heard movement in the trees, and as I looked back at my team, knowing it might be the last time we see each other before we might, you know, die, we then heard Eagle Eye saying through the link, Guys, they're getting closer. 400, 300, 200, they're right on top of you. He started shouting, and what we saw was the stuff of nightmares. We saw what might have been big mutated baboons because of their sharp teeth and sharp claws staring at us. But at that moment, I had one of my favorite songs being played in my head, which was crashed by Chris Daughtry on the part where they hit the Then I Crashed Into You. I don't know why it played out at that moment, but it was, and it lifted my spirits up. Give them hell! I shouted as they were coming down to kill us. All hell broke loose as the sounds of our rifles shooting rapidly and seeing the bullets fly into the skies, seeing each body of those mutant monsters falling to their deaths, and hearing my brothers shout as we stood our guard. I could also hear the teens and O screaming as we did our work. One by one, they were still coming. As the sky blew with red blood hitting us, as their guts spat out of them, they all dropped dead as fast as they came. The night grew silent again with the noises of crickets singing. The smoke on our rifles steamed out of the muzzle, and we knew that no one could penetrate us. Reload! I said to my brothers, as we tried to do it as fast as we could before we got ambushed. Eagle Eye then said on the links, Damn guys, I recorded all of that. <laughs> that was one hell of a firefight. I chirped back, No time to celebrate yet. We need to head back to the Zodiac and get the hell off of this nightmare, I said on the link. We were reloaded and ready. Alright ghosts, now we gotta haul ass. Diamond formation. Let's get the hell out of here. I checked on O and the teens. They looked scared, but they were indeed alive. 
Just then we heard the roar again. But this time it was closer. Haul ass now, I said as we ran fast, as everyone could run. But then a thought hit me again. I mean, what if they found the Zodiac? Damn, if, if that's the case, we were in some serious trouble now. As we saw the shoreline, I then heard Cutup and Blackheart yell out, Oh shit! I turned to see what it was, and those damn mutant creatures were on our ass. We saw Donald and Goofy, no sign of mutant Mickey anywhere, but I told O and the teens to hide. All of us held our position and fired at mutant Donald and mutant Goofy, and they kept coming, but slower and slower until they fell and choked from all the bullets that they ate. I sighed. At least they're down. Now let's get the hell out of here. We gathered the group and headed to the shore. It was still there, thankfully. Looking at the Zodiac, still intact. Eagle Eye, we're loading the teens on the Zodiac and us along with it. Let's see, everyone's loaded on. But as we were about to turn the Zodiac on... You guessed it. Another high-pitched scream. My spine skyrocketed. We saw mutated Mickey running right at us with high speed. Hurry! Hurry up! Get this thing started, I said to Cutup, trying to ignite the Zodiac. While we pushed it into the ocean, Cutup was igniting it, but in the moment of cliché came about as we started it up. The mutated Mickey came out of nowhere and grabbed my leg as I was about to jump in and threw me back to shore. Fives! Fives! I heard my brother shouting as they zoomed away from the island. I got up and stood face to face with this monstrosity. Go! Get out of here! Just go! Getting out my last K-Bar knife, getting ready to strike at it, Mutant Mickey showed its sharp claws. The last stand, where it came to be, only one of us would walk out of here alive. And again, I heard that crash song by Daughtry. Which, I don't know why, but it seemed fitting. I heard it again. We ran towards each other, with the start of the I crashed into you part playing. We scratched and clawed with all that we had. I felt a bite mark on my arm, but I had my arm guard on, so its bite didn't quite penetrate through my armor. And it let go. I heard Eagle Eye over the link. Fives, run to the jungle and we'll come back for you. Wrecker then said, No, just get the hostages to safety. I've got to end this before anyone else falls victim to these monsters. I yelled back into the link. Fives! Wrecker yelled, but I turned off my comm. And Mutant Mickey stood his ground again. The strikes came yet again. Unfortunately, it had the upper hand this time. He managed to scar my face on my left side. I shrieked in pain, and I know that that mutant freak stopped to see me in pain, enjoying it. Seeing me panting hard to ease my pain. It stood about 15 feet away from me, smiling while licking its lips, but... But I don't go down easily. As we were about to strike again, I felt something in my pocket. I took it out. And I noticed that it was the last bullet that I had left. It was for my 9mm pistol, that 
I had used while shooting Donald and Goofy heading towards us. I guess I may have forgotten that I had an extra bullet in my pocket, which at this point in time was perfect. As I strategized on how to load it without it noticing, I held the mag case on my right side of my chest and the 9mm pistol on my left leg side. As Mutant Mickey was getting ready to charge again for the third time, little did he know that this would be its last. We once again ran to each other. It tried swinging its left claw to cut me. I ducked, and then it tried gutting me with its right claw. I rolled under its left arm, loaded the mag with the last bullet to the pistol. Mutant Mickey turned his face to what he thought was mine, but it wasn't. He was looking at the muzzle of my pistol. Mutant Mickey finally went down. I looked over its lifeless body, seeing its red, cold, heartless eyes. It knew what stood before and above it. It was the person who had fought and defeated it in battle, when no other man could have done it before in history, and was the one who unthroned the proclaimed prince of the most happiest place on earth. Breathing in and out, knowing that it was finally over, a bright light was hitting me, and I heard over a loudspeaker, Stay right where you are. Get down on the floor and put your hands over your head. Sure, when hell freezes over. I thought in my head. I took off into the jungle to get a head start. I soon started to hear what I assumed was the police and not Disney security, which those fools can't arrest anyone for shit. But I took off pretty far, also hearing dogs on my trail. I cut them off by leaving my scent farther into the jungle. Then I went to the short side of the shore. My plan was to grab one of the boats that they left unsecured and get my ass out of there without them noticing. And with luck, thankfully, there wasn't anyone there. Rookie mistake, cops. I said to myself jokingly. I turned on the engine, and as I was about to speed off, I saw one of them somehow yell out, Hold it right there! Freeze! Hey, go arrest somebody who you can really catch, mall cop. I told him while I sped off out of that hellhole. I heard shots firing at the shoreline, aiming for my ass, but I was far gone and at a good far distance where they couldn't get a good aim. Until I heard their boats on my ass yet again. But to my surprise, I saw Harvey driving the van, signaling to move down more. I nodded and stirred right, and so did the rest of the cops following me. I then got ready to jump. I thought that there was no way that I was jumping at first, because, I mean, that's fucking suicide, I thought. But then I came to think about it, I literally just fought a mutated rodent and took a scar to the face, so, you know, I shouldn't be talking. As I got closer and closer to the van, I started praying, hoping that I made it. And by some miracle, that if I did make it, I promised that I'd go to church every Sunday. I jumped with a leap of faith, and I barely made it. But my brothers grabbed me and pulled me in. They laughed. 
You son of a bitch, you had us all worried. You could have been killed. Wrecker scolded me about my actions. Hey, <laughs> I'm alive, aren't I? I said calming and jokingly. But everyone gave me a huge hug knowing that we made it out alive. And they all looked at my face where mutant Mickey had left his scar on me. Damn, Fives, that thing did a number on you, didn't he? Eagle Eye said. You don't know the half of it, I replied. O saw my face and kissed me on the cheek. Thank you for rescuing us, she said with her angelic voice, as, as B put it. It's what we do, I told her. Well, we all know why we rescued them, so shh. <laughs> we then finally returned the teens to their folks. As we looked at a far distance, the reaction of the parents' face was one of the best reactions we've ever seen. All right, Harvey, let's go. I said as we needed to drop off O to her family as well. We reached the destination, and we dropped her off. Fives, one last thing, she said. Can I see your face so I can remember who was my knight in shining armor? She asked. I... I wish I could, but... It's our way so that no one could ever recognize us, I said. Please, I I promise I won't tell anyone. As she said that, with her eyes doing the puppy eye thing, I don't know how girls can hypnotize you to do their bidding just by doing that, she almost got me though. But, I guess off the record, I chose to show her my face. When my real eyes glanced at hers, Without hesitating, she touched my cheeks and gave me a full-on kiss on the lips. She then slipped something in my hand, and she winked at me, and then left to her house. As you may have guessed, it was... <laughs> it was her number, and name, in case I forgot. But after all this, I'll... I'll never forget it. After all the excitement, we pretty much just packed up from our rooms, and Harvey drove us to the airport. But before that happened, we saw Disney World had police tape and police cars around the shorelines of the park. We especially saw news reporters, and them mentioning something about last night where people reported hearing guns blazing in Disney World. We all looked at each other, because, well, we all knew the full story. But nevertheless, we made it to the airport. We all thanked Harvey for everything that he did for us, and I gave him $800 for him to enjoy the rest of the day. He thanked us, and he said that he would call Trench and let him know that the mission was a success. We thanked him, and we parted ways. We made it back home safely. Trench called me soon after, gave me coordinates to meet him to collect our errand reward, and we did exactly that. We saw Trench there with two bags. Ah, oh, so that's what Trench told us about, Wrecker said. <laughs> I thought he'd be taller, Blackheart said. We all got out and met him. Damn, what happened to your face? Trench said. Oh, you know, a big rodent I fought, I said jokingly. <laughs> Funny, 
he said. Well, Harvey told me the mission went very well. I'm glad to hear that. I'm not sure many can pull off what you six did over there, and you should all be proud for that, he said. And of course, I'm a man of my word. A deal is a deal. Here is your hard-earned cash. You guys earned it. So, enjoy yourselves. Trench got into his car and drove off to who knows where. So, I guess in a nutshell, I guess that was pretty much it. We did our job successfully. We saved the teens from that nightmare. I got kissed by a beautiful-voiced angelic woman. (laughs) And we each split the money that we earned. And, I mean, I gotta tell you, this money is gonna save our lives for a while. I was relaxing on my couch, watching the news about the incident and what happened over at Disney World. (laughs) Shit, this ought to be good. I said to myself, they mentioned a lot of witnesses, claimed that they had heard what they thought was more than fireworks late at night at the park, but then they realized that it was gunshots. And police did say that they saw one man, and they searched for anyone else that might have been with him. But they didn't find anything or anyone else. The police also mentioned, in case no one else knew, that the island was off-limits due to the pollution of the waters. (laughs) Yeah, I call that bullshit, you jackasses. I said in my head. And really, no other bodies? What about Mutant Donald and Goofy? and those freaky baboons that wanted to bite all of us. All of these questions I had were left unanswered. Until I heard a knock at my door. I wasn't expecting anybody. I looked through my window, but I didn't see anyone. Through the peephole, and again, nothing. I then opened the door, and I saw a small package on my step. I didn't order anything for a while, I told myself. I first kicked it to see if any reaction happened. Nothing. So I brought it inside. It was a bit heavy, too, so I got my K-Bar knife to open it, and it was heavily wrapped. I unraveled, and, and... And what I saw inside made my heart feel like it was being squeezed until it popped. It was Mutant Mickey's head. I know that this wasn't my work. I remembered that I shot it in the head, but I didn't cut its head off. I checked the address on who sent it, and it didn't say. I mean, who else could have sent it? Trench? No, not possible. Harvey? No, still, impossible. Who could have sent this? I still have the head to this day, and truth be told, I'm still searching for who did send it. 